From New York City, the world famous Comedy Cellar presents Live from America Podcast. From America Podcast. With Noam Dorman and Hatem Gabber. Live from America Podcast. Where the top experts in the world and the best comics in the nation get together weekly to discuss today's issues as they cover news, culture, politics, comedy, and more with an equal part of knowledge and comedy. And now, here are your hosts, Hatem Gabber and Noam Gorman. Welcome to Live from America podcast. This is Hatem alongside me. Noam Dorman, the one and only, the owner of the Comedy Cellar. He was just like firing missiles right before we uh, talk, uh, so that's why we're laughing. Two of my, my favorites are here, David Jessica and Tony <laughs> Darrow, back comedians. Welcome to the show. Long time no see. Yeah, how are you? How have you been? Congratulations on your two-year anniversary. Thank you very much. Thank you. And today, yeah. yesterday. You look was. great. Thank you. Appreciate that. Well, I think I'll have an episode about when I have balls soon. A anniversary of his uh, second anniversary of his um, heart transplant. True. Yeah. Listeners should know. Yeah. True. True. Oh, yeah. And it's the um, second day of Ramadan, too. So congrats. To oh, him. yeah. And he had a biopsy. He has no, re no rejection. He's allowed to travel now. He's allowed to masturbate again and, and whatever he wants. <laughs> yes. Yes. <Yeah, so>, uh, <laughs> well, it's one or the other. He can't do both. One or the other. Yeah, the truth is in Ramadan and masturbation. So now, you know, uh, I'm going to use these Zoom talks uh, for good reason instead of just doing a podcast. You should use Tony's outfit to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wearing a turtleneck. What the hell, man? Well, you look like that guy from Beetlejuice whose head shrank. <laughs> <laughs> that, that turtleneck, Tony, is so big. It looks like you like you break your neck and you have that yeah. thing that's supported. <laughs> didn't david burn wear a turtleneck like that in one of those talking heads movies <laughs> maybe uh mike more like uh, what's his name uh, bazooka joe mort bazooka joe yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's I, guess I, I can take it off if it bothers you i can take it off i have a shirt oh no 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 mean. not at all looks oh, good. It's bothering okay me. it looks it looks awesome <laughs> all right so let's let's get started uh so much to talk about well obviously everybody talked about you know, the Chris Rock, Will Smith incident, but we still have to cover it somehow from different. Is, it, is that, is that, is that the uh, suit, the, the, the suit you're looking for, Tony? You see it? The suit jacket? Anyway. <laughs> oh, yes. shit. What is that? That's David I can't Berman. See it. Oh, you can't oh, see oh, it. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, never mind. Uh, anyway, what, what was the name of that song when he was doing that? Life. Uh... Stop making sense. The, uh, the, the tour no life the, life uh yeah, yeah. What, what's the name of that song same as it ever was uh, yes yeah. same as it ever was but it's not the name of the song what have you seen the utopia show yet yeah i just saw it i heard it's great yeah i heard it's good too was it good norm you like it's it? good you know it, it's good but it's still in the category of basically everything um i see or read is always like it's always like 15 minutes too long right i can't remember the last time i've done anything anything that wasn't like a little bit too long. Like, I just wish you would just, just wrap it up. Yeah, it's kind of strange in this day and age, too. Like, when you see all those Marvel movies and they're three hours long, and you would think that people that like those kind of movies and now that they would be all shorter because everybody's attention spans are shorter and they've just made movies longer and longer. Well, so there, there is, I, I, will, I will say a caveat, which is that if I'm watching something at home, like The Irishman was long, but if I'm oh, streaming God. it, I, I find that I, I can watch it in bits 
I love watching it in bits. That, I think then, I don't, that. then I enjoy that it's long because, right. I, because Excellent I, have, point. I have something for a few more days to do. Yeah. Right, the Irishman I watched yeah. in three days, and I loved yeah. every minute of like just, oh, man. You know, half hour. I put the day. Irishman on when I can't fall asleep. Uh, it's, it's such a bad movie. Oh, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was good too. Oh. Yeah, yeah but, that I, is I, a I good movie. Uh, what an eighty-year-old playing a forty-five-year-old Jimmy Hoffa? I mean, does that make any sense? I don't have a no, problem. that didn't make Al Pacino. <laughs> Al Pacino playing Jimmy Hoffa it makes no sense. That, that was a problem. Anyway. I don't know if you can criticize anything in that shirt. <laughs> it's just that it's just not it's just not landing he, <laughs> you were right he's back he had he had the point i told you you just you just see the matching pants <laughs> that's that's great yeah let me tell you something norman this age i'm going for it i'm going for comfort yeah well you sure are okay let's, go, let's I, I think we all go <laughs> That's how you know you gave up, but um, yeah. So let's go. Though, I think it's something. Here, I think I don't probably I don't know who's watching the video, but I think it's something to do with the camera angle. You remember there was that funny picture of of the Jimmy and Rosalind Carter? It looked like midgets. oh my god, right where the Bidens look like they're giants. Yeah, yeah. I, I think oh my god, yes. there's something going on with you there. I can't believe you'd actually wear that. So there's got to be something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wear it. In, you know what? I'll wear it in the cellar one night, and then you can judge it. You can okay, see the yeah. difference. All right. <laughs> it's an optical illusion. Something with it's also with the, with the color of your wall and the and the and the off kilter. Maybe the angle. It, yeah, it's yeah. an optical illusion. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they're big on the internet these days. Okay, I'm floating. <laughs> That's brilliant. All right. Okay. So, what are we talking about so, here? So the Will Smith uh, Chris Rock thing. Um, what, what, what's that? Um, I don't <laughs> yeah. know if you know. I haven't heard enough about that this week. <laughs> I know. I think we all heard enough about it, but that's why we we I think we should uh, cover from different angles. But but still, just just to go, because the fact that you know uh, you are a comedian <laughs> and you know uh, it's uh, you. The most offensive thing to me about it was that that was just like such a bad hack. It sounded like uh, uh, some hacky uh, hack crowd work from the nineties. I mean, a G.I. A Jane reference 25 years later. Nobody under 30 oh. knew what he was talking about. He's like, he just had to say something stupid. But he admits uh, I'm that. Not, I'm not defending Will, uh, Will Smith, by the way, but Honestly, you know, what was Tony, the point of that? If you could just pause well, for a second, Hatem, just go change the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> references to the nineties. You know it. what? This shirt is so bad that Will Smith should slap me in the face. For <laughs> I go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, so, what, what do you think, Dave? I, I'm still really pissed about it. Like it really makes me angry. And then to sit back down and still berate him. And then, of course, the walk-off where he's looking all proud of himself yeah. for slapping a guy with his hands behind his back. I mean, it's uh, oh. all of it's really bad. I feel like he's still not going to get punished enough. And I'm mad at the Academy because they keep saying, oh, we asked him to leave. And that seems to be bullshit. Yeah, he resigned. He resigned. He resigned anyway. I know he resigned, and that's not good enough. I want him to be fired. I don't, I don't, you know, resigning is not fair. Well, uh, what well, is you know what? But that's a that's a Chris Rock sense. Chris Rands, Chris Rock could charge him with a criminal complaint and a civil complaint. And he chooses not to do that. That's his choice. But uh, hold on, right. isn't it not only Chris Rock's show? Isn't just the LA should have just arrested him because it's a felony yes, on they should have. 
No, no, you know what? You can't arrest somebody if the victim's not going to press charges. You're just wasting your time. Why Especially not? somebody rich, rich. Well, no. about, you know, like I think about Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl with the nip slip and how it ruined yeah. her career this, because this of the is FCC. Even, this is even worse. Right. It's worse. Exactly. And it's worse than everything because uh, there's video proof of this guy. So, so it's not like Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein where there's like, well, all these women have come out. We believe them, of course. But I'm just saying this here. There is video evidence that this guy assaulted somebody so, so first question. yes that's right but 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 it's up to but it's it's chris rock's decision oh i no, understand that part. i don't yeah, think that's no, the no, general public okay so let, let me let me tell you what i think about. i don't think that's right because pr- prior to technology if, if 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 you hit somebody or did anything to somebody and they wouldn't testify as to what happened it was really impossible to prove what happened so, you know, that's number one. Number two, you know, a spat between people and a, a fight. So it's also a big, it's a big commitment of resources to, to devote to something as minor as, I put minor in quotes, but as minor as somebody getting hit by a friend or, or an acquaintance and nobody's hurt. But, but this is quite different because A, um, as Dave alluded to, it's all on video. So we don't really need the eyewitness testimony anymore. Right. And B, this is important uh, po- for policy reasons. So, for instance, what if it was an old lady who got slapped at a street corner but didn't want to press charges? Would L.A. not press charges then? Exactly. They would. I, I, we hope they would. Say, no, no, we, we don't care what this crazy old lady is going to press charges. Now, maybe she's not pressing charges because she's scared of you. But we don't, we don't need the old lady. We have it on video. You slapped an old lady, and we're going to press charges because we can't allow people to get away with slapping old ladies. I, th- I think that... Everybody kind of knows L.A. should. Well, he's not going to go to jail, right? He's not, but maybe do a week of community service or take anger management classes or whatever it might be. Um, but this would be a very important uh, opportunity for society to put its foot down about how it feels about this kind of stuff, I think. And I think that's what bothers me the most when you see people in all levels getting away with things, you know, uh, like that. You know, the law there for a reason. They should have stepped up. You know, and the thing that with the academy said, we asked him to leave, and he said no. If well, then what about uh, if somebody in the comedy Well, then, well, then Chris Rock is. If that's the way you feel, then Chris Rock is uh, complicit, because all he has to do is press charges. But I understand him not pressing charges. I get, I get that that he doesn't want to be that guy. Yeah, kind of get it at the time. Well, that's his choice, and he does. And I also, I, I think he doesn't want this thing. To get any bigger. Right. But, but if he, Will maybe, Smith maybe. was truly asked to leave and he didn't, if that's true, that's even more messed up. I, I mean, uh, just just for the, you know, Chris can, can still press charges if he wants. Maybe he decided not to make anything in the heat of the moment, you know. But, you know, we never know. But we're talking about, you know, the right of, of the public that watching. This is a public event. Like when you see somebody running on the field in a football game and they arrest him, they don't ask the players if you want them to get arrested or not. Excellent. They don't ask anybody. They just arrest them. Well, that's, not the, that's definitely that. not the same thing. I mean, why is not the same thing? Two, because two guys that know each other, one, one guy insulted the other guy's wife, the other guy slapped him. And like, if that happens in a bar, uh, the cops would just no. You know, that's go not true. Away. This is part of his act. It's not like he insulted him in the street. That's or the, no way. No, that's not part of his act. That's that. It's a joke. Uh, 
It's a it's a ninety year old joke. It doesn't matter. It's but an it's insult. Joke. There's a difference between an insult and a joke. Okay. Are you he insulted Tony, his wife? Are you, are you saying they arrest Chris Rock? Yeah, that's what it seems like you're saying. <laughs> no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, if I walk into a biker bar and and say, "All oh, you guys are a bunch of pussies," um, but you're not in the biker they, bar. If they if they spend the rest of their lives in jail for killing me, for beating me to death, that doesn't make me right. Yeah, but you didn't walk in the biker. This is the Oscars. This is the like the biggest yeah, honor. The, this the, is a part, lot of the kids you're watch this show. I understand. The part so why did he have to, to waste to... any part of it? Is insulting somebody's wife. I don't right. understand it. What was the point? First of all, it's not an talking? insult to his wife because yeah, that's not a disease. How you say that? What are you? Why? Are you, it seems like you are taking. Yeah, like his song. You know, and that's that was another no. question that I have. No, just because Will Smith is wrong doesn't make Chris Rock right. What, you know, that's another question that I have for later. Is like you're doing his job. I have a lot of well, com- I know a lot of comedians that take in Will Smith's side, which is crazy. What? So let me Ooh, let me tell you. I have, some, I have some inside information here, which is oh, we're quiet there. Is this um, about the sweater? <laughs> uh, well, by the way, I should let you know Will Smith is inside my sweater right now. So <laughs> be careful what you say. That's why. No, I I, I don't. Re- I have I have I I don't have I don't have first hand information. I have like thir- three degrees of separation heard information, but I but I believe it's reliable that um, Chris thought that this was a, somewhat of a complimentary joke that he he apparently didn't know about the alopecia and that he was really making reference to her like oh like think he, Chris thought it was a hot she looked really pretty. And just like a, it was kind of like a warm teasing, oh, like like GI Jane too, who was also hot, That's like what just I that that kind of thing. Um, but listen, these light, light, or even not so light roasting of guests is become the traditional role of comics at the Oscars. I mean, of course, and and I, it's I Ricky Dr- Ricky Gervais and people like that, or uh, rather uh, Seth MacFarlane have done far worse than something like that. Let alone see that's the problem with the whole Smiths. And as I say, Godfather 2 and their whole fucking family. Uh, <laughs> is that they, they think we know everything about them because they put it out there so full of themselves. Like, how could you not know my wife has alopecia? No one in that audience knew except, you know, three or and four people. And it's not a disease. No, no, it is. It is. It's, it's not a major disease. You can, you can get cured. Like, you can... You can... can you? Look, look, no, no. look you know what? A, a middle-aged woman in Hollywood, you don't know, like, what transpired between them that day as far as her medical condition. And maybe that was just the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, you don't, don't know like, what she's going through emotionally I, and I what they're like going hot through. Tems. I don't like Hot Tem's, like, big dick energy. I had a heart transplant. Passing out. That's not a major disease. I know. <laughs> no, that, that is actually, no, no. It's, it's, actually, it wasn't my word. It's like some of some of uh, Chris's fam, Tony, Tony Rock, Chris's brother, posted if, that. If you were Michelle Wolf made fun of uh, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders and The Handmaid's Tale. Do you remember that at, at the at the, uh, the uh, correspondence center? Yeah, the, the correspondence center. Now, now, now yeah. Michelle's my friend, and a lot of people thought that was great. I thought that was mean, right? Um, uh, Maggie Hammond. That's a different mean. environment. That's right. kind of a roast environment. No, but she, no, but that was, but no, I think it was mean in any environment, and that, that's not a major disease. Being fat and ugly, um, that, that's not even a disease. It, it's just, it, it's not I mean, when you if, say it like that. If you're trying to, if you're trying to get a thousand, just because it's not a disease doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. But that's right. That's my point. I'm saying, like, you know, it doesn't even major disease. If you're trying to get a thousand people to laugh at somebody's defect in some way, um, you know. 
unless, better. That's especially, I hate to say, especially a woman on, 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 on appearance, which is, you know, somehow more sensitive to them, I think, than it is to men. I think you can still say that. Um, well, obviously, I, 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 Twitter comments. I get it. I get it that, that it could that it's mean. I don't. But as I said, I, as, as far as I know, that's not at all what Chris was doing. Right. You're but right. Even about if it. he was, you, you don't get to hit somebody. Exactly. You're yeah. right about everything. And the fact of the matter is it should have been handled differently. Whereas Will Smith, if he was a real man, as he appears like he thinks he's so great walking off the stage, he would have come up to him after say, listen, I, I know you didn't know, but my wife has alopecia. And Chris Rock, you know, he would have been like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I, I had absolutely had no, no Chris, idea. Chris or Rock should have hugged his wife or held no. her hand. There's so many better ways to handle this whole thing. What a dick. Oh, no. <laughs> and he definitely even had he, time. Even if he, he knew, even if he he knew she had alopecia, even if he knew alopecia, what, what I'm convinced is true is that he didn't think she was sensitive about the haircut. She, he thought that she liked this hair. Like, she, you know, there was a, a confidence about the haircut. And Chris liked the haircut. So he didn't think this could be taken as a. And as she a said, "I'm, you know, I'm proud of my bald head." Yeah, she, she says it online. It. She, when we know now, yeah. she said it. But you know, we're supposed to know their entire thing. That's the way they think that we're all in on everything their family does. Well, I'm we more offended know, by the joke. That's I'm just more offended by the joke. We also know I mean, that Will Will Smith thought it was funny as hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, okay, so let's just say that he slaps him and he walks off and that was the end of it. But then you add on and you're still heckling the guy and you're saying the F word on a TV show. You're even more of a dick. It got worse. He yeah. went there and still gave him shit. That's another issue. He just wouldn't stop. And then and, and no, you know, you run a club, you make it pretty clear. If you're going to do something like that. You immediately get removed. I don't understand how it's not the same standard for something I, 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 made everybody so uncomfortable in that room. If I, you know, get me too'd for making one girl uncomfortable at my job, which of course happened, as everybody knows, um, then why he made an entire room feel uncomfortable and nervous that you know there could be trouble. I don't understand how he's not removed just for that alone. How, well, because it's obvious because. Celebrity has privileges. Can That's I put right, what I'm trying right. to say in, in a more in a more serious way? Because it kind of fell flat. There was a kind of dropping of the veil on this wholesome Disney movie star who's smiling and friendly and speaks, you know, in an unthreatening way and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, you and, saw and does clean rap. Yeah, clean. That's right. Like clean, yeah, yeah. Fresh. Like, and all of a sudden, like literally, the dropping of the veil, and all of a sudden, he's angry and he's violent and he's speaking like uh, from, like he's from a different part of town and it's it's just interesting right like yeah and, and it was also part, the thing that got me about it was if it's he would have like, like left so, out so of his chair it's one thing it's kind of exactly like chris cuomo or <laughs> tom cruise when chris cuomo got caught what do you mean? When, they, when they called him when they called him fredo Oh, right. And then he started going into that Italian stuff. Oh, right? the right. gangster Italian. Right. That's what I'm Excellent saying. Point. Like, so I take back my earlier point because it's the same thing for, for, yeah. for these right. Staten Island Italians. Go yes. Ahead. <laughs> I forget what I was saying. I was, well, was going to say the fact that, about? first of all, also, he, you know, I just the worst part for me is I always really liked Will Smith. I mean, I was, yeah. first of all, I was very impressed 
how he came up from a rapper to a, a, a very successful TV show that he was clearly like kind of in charge with and then became a movie star and then an action star. And I mean, I've, I've watched I watched Men in Black three a dozen times. I really like his work. And now I, I, I'm so angry oh. that I was. Well, I think, I think you need an intervention, Dave. But uh, <laughs> clearly, I guess I just no. feel like I've been duped. You know, he seemed like an upstanding guy and. I think really he knows better. The thing is that he knows one thing. He knows better than to walk up on that stage when he doesn't belong there. Yeah, he knows he's been in entertainment his entire life. But also, you know, that was a slow, determined walk. At any point, like if he would have rushed the stage and just started pummeling uh, Chris Rock, I would have understood it more. I would have said like he fucking snapped, and that's right. it. And you know, and Chris Rock shouldn't have said that in the first place. But he walked up there very steadily. He had plenty of time to calm his nerves, and all he had to do was. Say to Chris Rock what he said from his seat. Um, say your and that's and that's said, why Chris Rock was sitting there. Walk back look, to his seat. Yeah, and Chris Rock is sitting there with his face out, like because he's like, there's no way he's actually gonna hit me. As his hands, but it was so good that he had his hands behind his back. Because well, I don't that, think it was good because if he had his hands in front of him, he could have blocked it and not get right. slapped in the face. Well, no, but that's what you do. You like so it's like I had nothing to do with this. My hands were behind my back the whole time. You, but just, just uh, you know, I think we should highlight also the fact not only because we all know Chris very well, he's an amazing guy, but how professional kind he was soul. handling this whole thing. You yes. know, like he handled it pretty good, and and uh, just a sweet person and like not you know kind of like gilbert in the sense it's all kind of an act and you meet him in person he's like the kindest he is the shyest guy guy. he is very nice very sweet very down to earth all that uh and for him to act like this and you know i don't know if you heard the wanda sykes uh uh she said uh, that the first thing she met him after after party in the oscar and he went to her and apologized he's like i'm sorry because you guys did a great job hosting and this incident took away from from that but you should know this that incident, that's a great this incident took away from everybody's night, including yeah, his but, own. I mean, what a complete tool. It, but, it, but the a, point is a like culmination, this is the a crowning of, of his achievement, a lifetime achievement award. But, but, um, and I, he I, ruined I it wanted, himself. I more wanted to highlight that it's a historic night for Wanda and Amy and Regina. And he took it away from her. And uh, Chris recognized that. And that was the first thing to come out of his mouth. That's the kind of person he is. And yeah. Wanda said, Will should have... Uh, Apologize. I want the one. Of course. Of course. And he ruined it for Quest Love. And he ruined it for the, you know, the people, the Coda people. I mean, he ruined it for everybody. I don't know. I got I heard that slap was so loud that the Coda people actually turned around. But, uh, <laughs> boom. Um, that was awesome. <laughs> David Tell I'll said tell you that. What, I, I, haven't watched, I haven't watched Oscars in years. Like, if more stuff like that happened at the Oscars, I would actually watch it, you know? Yeah. Like, you I, I think that's why people... going to attack another celebrity. I think that's why people think for a second that it might have been fixed, because, you know, everybody's going to watch maybe next year, even though I hope... For no, God, I don't think... That, that, that but was, David uh, Tell said that uh, Will Smith should have taken his Oscar and then really given it to Chris Rock and bludgeoned him to death. He should have finished the job after he got his Oscar. <laughs> Then I definitely would have watched next year. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll hear it from Dave uh, Tal to believe it. Chris, uh, Chris gets a lot of, getting a lot of credit for his poise and everything like that. And I, and I, um, he, he is poised, and I, and I hope that's what we saw. But I think that what we also might have seen is because I'm a guy about his size, uh, is a guy who was scared, who guy who was. Um, you know, dragged back psychologically in time to the schoolyard. 
who, who had to take it. Like, it's not yeah. like, like, it, it, like if he, we just don't know if that was poise. It's to some degree, it was poise. He made the jokes afterwards. That was definitely poise. But the, the whole reaction prior, it was, it was, it really bothered me because, you know, I, 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 I could just imagine what he's feeling. It's not like he, he's smaller than, he's smaller than Will well, Smith and there's nobody there to protect him. He didn't even know. Well, there actually are all, all types of security there. They just didn't act. Because yeah, but there's nobody that. acting. That's what I'm saying. He's like, yeah, nobody yeah. was on Chris Rock's side at the yeah. moment, which was yeah. awful. I mean, I mean, during part. the Oscars, how many? We only saw one incident of security in getting involved, which was Kevin Costner saving Whitney Houston in the movie. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> or was that oh, bodyguard? God. Bodyguard. So let's let's just all say <laughs> no, that that joke bombs so bad. <laughs> I like because I, I like that movie. I liked it. Atem, Dave, and I are uh, team Chris, and for some reason, Tony Darrell is team Will Smith. Oh, exactly. I'm not team Will Smith at all. I'm no way team yeah. Will Smith. Yeah, that's the way that's you're coming off. Just because, no, just because Will Smith was wrong, it doesn't mean Chris Rock was right. Tony, you're uh, a performer. I mean, Chris, Chris you cannot, Rock, Will I'm Smith is I'm not defending that. Will Smith. Tony, you're a comedian and you're a performer. You, nobody should be on the stage. Like, I worked at the cell so many times where no, you're right. people walk on the stage, I would understand. You're, you're, not, you're not hearing me. I'm not defending Will Smith. Everything Will Smith did was wrong. He knows better. I'm saying, but that doesn't mean what, what Chris, the way... How would you handle it? What set it off is uh, you're wrong about is, that. You're wrong. That's his is, job. He's well, I don't know. Job. I don't know. I don't know. His job isn't to insult Jada Pinkett Smith again, yes, which is like is. one of his famous Oscar jokes. No, it's not. He's not. His to job roast is to roast the celebrities in the audience. That's what they've done since Johnny Carson making fun of well, Dolly well, that Parton. Well, that is a, but that is a, that is a, doing a 25 year old reference. To someone with a medical that was a bad joke. I mean, we can all it's agree like, on that. It's not like he's, he's not hosting the Oscars. He was just handing out. Uh, a best uh, foreign film, uh, best uh, documentary, Summer of Soul, which uh, you know nobody ever talks about that. That you know that's what I'm saying. He ruined. That's because Will Smith ruined that movie in Quest Love's Night, like he did everybody else's. So how would you how would you handle it, all of you guys? What handled what? The reaction. You see Will Smith coming to you. What would for you me? Do? I would have been. I would have. I mean, I don't know what I would have. I, I keep thinking about that too. And I'm like, I don't think I would have had the balls to do it. I think Chris, I would have handled it exactly the way Chris Rock did. Like, dude, it was a joke. And, and then be like, oh but my Chris God, Rock there's not only so took... many people watching me. I don't know what to do. And he was smart. He, he never felt his face. So he looked manly, like taking it. That's what I'm so, saying. The way he handled it is like people don't yeah. give him credit. He didn't shake. He didn't say anything. Yeah. He didn't feel his hand. He didn't say, ow. It was cool. I, I don't know what I he would He continued. Do. You know, yeah. that's very professional. That's like very professional. Next it was unbelievable. Level. Oh, yeah. he, couldn't have, he couldn't have done better. Yeah. What would you do, Noam? I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Well, yeah, this wouldn't, like have, said, this wouldn't have happened done... to Tony because he's he's big and tall. I don't think that would have happened, you know. So not in this, I, not in this sweater, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. I, I feel I feel like I feel like what I would have done would have been less professional than Chris Rock. I think I would have been like, "What the fuck? Did you just hit? What the fuck is the matter with you?" Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. You know what? Though, but then, but then, you know what would have happened? Then, then Will Smith would have come back again. And they would have to start playing that music. <laughs> <Just to go laughs> <to the commercial. laughs> Play them off. <laughs> yeah, I, 
I feel like, and that's it. My insane the situation like that would be to uh, to to bring to shine a flashlight on it. I would feel like something might go be that the best way to prevent him from hitting me again would be to like bring the whole audience. Did you see? Like, are you are you serious? I'm half your size. You seriously gonna hit me? But that's yeah, the guy plays I, Muhammad oh. Ali. Yeah, you know, it's like, and he just got mm-hmm. punched, you know. And but what about everybody? Well, that well was Chris there? Rock said was he's gonna take his time and process it, and and that's and I think that's smart. Yeah. I and th- then he'll, he'll. I think he's gonna come up. We all know I'm, 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 the opposite of what Will Smith did. We now, all. Can know I tell Chris- you guys a story about the press? So I, I got- no about his reaction to what happened. He says he can just take his time and process it, and then he'll talk about it. He's doing the exact opposite of Will Smith did, where he just reacted and went up there and 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 committed a violent act. Chris Rock said he's gonna take his time and process. Process it, and then we'll talk about it. But that's like what I'm saying. Chris, Chris is a professional. He's going to do what he does best, which is comedy. He's going to come up with an hour, a tour about this whole thing, and he's going to crush it because he is very talented, and that's what he is going to do, you know? And a good boy. Well, I, I, I think he's going to use it as a starting point. But, it's not uh, using. Yeah. It's, it's what he should have, yeah. you know? I don't know but, how he actually went you know in boston this past weekend and just he just said how was your weekend and he said i'm not going to talk about it yeah that was I mean, balls because like, he was you know he's the audience is sitting there waiting he's already in tour and you have a whole you know um right hour already which he but that's even tougher on him because everybody's like waiting you know until you get into it no he said he said he made a public statement i'm not talking about it now i'm going out i'm on tour I'm doing a show that I wrote for this tour, and it wasn't really a public um, statement. I'm going to process this. And, I know, and, but and, that's and, still. And, you know. But the people that are there at the tour, they they want to hear about it, so then it affects his tour as well. Well, like what, what he his exact about. words well, in the first show, his exact words is like, "How was your weekend?" How's and your everybody weekend, laughed. Right. He got a standing ovation twice in the beginning, and then he said, "Listen, uh, I'm not going to talk about this because I'm still processing. You know, yeah. I wrote a whole show before this." So, but there is going to come a point where I'm going to talk about it and it's going to be serious and it's going to be funny, you know? Yeah. And I think he's, he's very professional. However, you know, his reaction, like Tony, his brother, other people are not accepting Will Smith apologies and stuff like that. And Me neither. But no, so I can, think... Can I, we... Can we uh, I want to tell you, so I got, I was a number of interviews, maybe four, four different people called me, press people. Well, I saw it in the post the other day. Yeah, well, that's what I want to talk about. So, and they asked me, you know, whose side are you on? Basically, told Chris Rock. And um, do you think this, the, the question, do you think this is going to lead to uh, more violence at comedy clubs? Are you worried about it? And my answer was, no, I'm not worried about this. I don't think it's going to lead to more comedy clubs. And then I said whatever I said. In three out of four newspapers, they cut out the part where I said, no, I'm not worried about it. And they managed to take the rest of my words and make and add it to a story about comedy club owners who were worried about violence. They're yeah. worried about copycats. <laughs> yes, you're right. I saw that too. And you know it, what's funny the, is like this. The is one of the, hold on, the Hollywood Reporter. If you read what I said, the Hollywood Reporter, you'll see it's exactly what I said, and it says no, no, no. But then some of the art- other articles actually took. They left it out of the Hollywood Reporter, and they took just the parts of the, like the press is so fucking corrupt. Now, of course, it doesn't really matter in this situation. It's a nothing. Like my opinion is, is meaningless, but the fact that they do not care whether or not they tell the truth or not. They literally, they call you up, they get a statement, and then they use that statement to mean the opposite of what they know you meant because that's the story they want to write. Yeah. This is how you Democrats are, Tony. 
Yeah, and actually, this is one. Of <laughs> oh no! Oh yes, I know the right never ever distorts. I'm the kidding. Truth. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Of course. No. I'm so, so hold on. Up. So this Fox, is what actually Fox one news would never. <laughs> one of the questions Parker that Carlson. I have, which yeah. I think this is actually good for comedy, and I don't know if you guys agree with me, and that was my question because I think a lot of people have more respect to the fact that comedians can say jokes and stuff like that, and realize more that you cannot just walk on a stage and do that i think this is actually pretty good for comedy i i, I feel more people are very uh you know in the side of comedians you know because they see how vulnerable they can get you know people can just walk into them and i i, I think this is actually the opposite it's not going to be more violence going to be more he, chris rock has standing ovation twice you know just because of people say like you cannot just do that anymore so do you guys agree that yeah but will smith you know it was Will Smith's night, ultimately. What? I still can't believe they gave him an award after that. I mean, that is just you know, and and then then you know, and then he gets yeah, to give night. this speech and get applauded by his peers and and then, and then he ruined it for the and... Williams sisters as well. I mean, it's like hey, right, he let's just... move on. Let's move on. Let's yeah, move on. last last thing I think the funniest thing was one the Sykes said that he should have been removed from the Oscars. And then she was like, when he won the, uh, when uh, they give him the Oscar, I would have accepted it and said, for some reason, Will Smith couldn't be with us tonight. <laughs> yeah, that would have been awesome. <laughs> little uh, satchel, little feather. feather for some reason. So all with you, Chris. <laughs> all with you. Chris Rock, we're with you. So Yes, absolutely. I see Will Smith in person. Probably I won't do anything, but uh, yeah. Okay, next one. Uh, don't say gay. I don't even no. understand God. what's going on over there. I don't get it. Uh, in Florida? Yes. Yeah. Florida is pretty much... Disney Disney World is now the most realistic part of Florida. So hold on. <laughs> let's, let's just first take it from the Based beginning. Based on reality. So, so ex explain to the listeners that don't say gil, uh, gay bill. No one will be the best one oh. to explain it. I don't. I, I don't really know. I mean, I know the law doesn't say anything about saying gay in it, but I know the law. The law is trying to limit what how um in school yeah, what is the law i don't know talk of that. sexuality no talk of uh in 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 you know in public schools like so you know, basically in schools you cannot say you know uh, in public schools cannot, yeah teachers cannot can't say what you know like like you can't like 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 i don't know if you remember the book with, it was like groundbreaking at the time children's book heather has two mommies it's like a children's book about you know the the you know a daughter like of you know of a lesbian couple. I mean, this is like thirty years ago. This came out like like a book like that now would be banned. Oh, so so basically, um, so you can't uh, talk the law, about the law says the public school teachers may not instruct on sexual orientation or gender. Well, not identity. may not engage, may not engage in discussion at all. You know, not instruct, not like teach. Not instruct, well, not engage in any discussion. I like how you didn't know, and then the minute I start saying it, you start taking it from me. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I, I know what I know. I know what I've read. Well, yeah. I mean, I can uh, tell you. I can tell you as a, as a parent. So, so one of the one of the knocks I hear against it, which is, I, I think something about the knock is uh, telling. It's like, well, this would mean that if a if a if a uh, second grade teacher is a gay as in a gay marriage. That he can't have a picture of him and his husband on the thing, or he can't tell the the, the kid, uh, me and my husband went to the. And of course, that seems that seems you know dehumanizing to the teacher. The teacher ought to be able to say, if he's married, the teacher ought to say, "I'm married to a man." But um, 
so you know if if that's the knock on the law then i then you know i, I i'm not for that but on the other hand as a parent no they can't they can't engage at all in any no, 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 no. no but no, as no. a parent uh with kids that age i don't want the teacher saying anything to them about homosexual relationships and, and by the way is... let me and hold on hold on let me, let me just add to the listeners so, well how else are you going to recruit them hold on we have we have had transgender people socializing at our home. Our, my daughter has a transgender. I, Jesus. I don't want to say, but I mean, like, there, like what I'm saying is that in, in terms of how I live my private life, I don't have the slightest bit of worry about my children being exposed to gay couples, transgender, whatever. That's my own, per like, I, they're, they're quite exposed to that and have been, and I don't have any fear whatsoever that this is going to make them uh something other than the, the what their trajectory otherwise would have been if they had not seen those things whether they'll be gay or they'll be straight i don't think that's going to be changed one way or another by whether or not uh, uh somebody's transgender comes to my house or somebody gay comes to my house having said all that that's very personal that was dinner me. by the way <laughs> having said that that's that's my personal thing I don't know that I have the right to say, well, if that's the way I live, then the, the Catholic family across the street has to have the same openness to it, or the Muslim family across the street. I don't see why we would want our kids prior to fourth grade being uh, fed an agenda-driven spiel on homosexuality, transgender, any of it, at that age, I don't want that for my kid. I, I, yeah, but I, that's I not what the law is. Well, listen, but that's not what the law it, is. Well, like, it is, and, and I yes, say it that, is, Tony. I want to make this point very, very clearly. I say no, that it's without, not. It's not without a half an iota of hesitancy about my child being exposed to that stuff. Just that is for me and my upbringing of my child. That is not for the public schools, in my opinion. Well, but so, this, so, is, Tony, this is how restrictive the bill is. This is how restrictive the bill is. If it's um, uh, like a, a father-daughter event and um, um, a child has two, you know, two, uh, a lesbian couple is are their parents and a woman shows up and a boy asks a teacher, why does she have two mothers and not a father? The teacher cannot respond. If that's what the law says, I'm against No, that, it's but, not. That's what, that's what yes, I'm saying. That's a, that, Hold on. But I don't, they're not I don't, allowed to engage in any discussion. Okay, do, you notice that, do you notice that all these things that people use against the law are like, what if this particular thing happens way out of left field and the teacher gets like blindsided by this question or by this thing and has to answer and now is not allowed to say that, give a truthful answer. Yeah, that is, that is, a, that is a, a, an awkward situation and I don't know how to handle it, but it's worth thinking about. As I said, it, it would be dehumanizing to a family to not be able to say we're a family. Having said that, I don't know. That's what's, the, the law is not written, all the stuff without going, in case something, the law is written about what will be part of the lesson plans. That's what they're trying to control. They're not trying to control what happens out of left field. They're trying to control what will be taught in the classroom. No, they're trying lesson. to be taught. No, they're trying to be taught. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not like, okay, you can't teach this curriculum in sexual identity or whatever. It's not like that. It's yeah, like, it if a discussion comes up in class, 
It should, it should, you cannot participate in it. Why would it come up hey, in a well, second grade class? I don't know. Maybe. Well, uh, it's not just second grade. It goes beyond that. Tony, uh, let me tell you something. Because what's, what's the point of it? Tony, hold on, because right. I think you, you're very excited right. in this one. And I tell you, you are wrong, because the law does not say that. I'm looking at it in the front of me. I actually okay. agree with Noam. And I think that it says specifically in class. Now I know I'm right. No, in class. Good. This is in class, not in class. In school. Yeah. So, in so class. your scenario in that parent... Um, you know, conference or stuff. Okay. All these okay. What is this trying to stop? What is the point of this law? What are, are these on, kids being on, indoctrinated or something? Hold on. Let's just like take it one at a time, one step at a time. What yeah. what it okay. does actually say? Because a lot of people fighting, and you know, before they know, okay, is it different? They're trying to politicalize something. That's that's a different uh, conversation. What I'm saying is, what does the uh, law itself say? You know, right. it says. Okay. Here, here's a perfect example. I found. I'm looking it up now. It says, uh, if this is in the Washington Post, uh, it says, um, what impact could it have on students? For one, sex education has already been banned in Florida, as many say. So critics say the law tries to solve a problem that doesn't exist for Florida's youngest students. Because it limits even classroom discussions about LGBTQ issues, it could stifle conversations for children, this is key here, who need to work through their own gender or sexual identity questions, they say. Well, that, that I think is, is very telling because if my child had a gender or sexual identity question, yeah, I don't want some public school teacher having anything to do with working that out. She's not a professional. I may not agree with her point of view, but the fuck does she know about this stuff that she ought to be working things out with my kid? I know I met I met a, a parent yesterday, totally coincidentally, of a, of a transgender teen, who who feels uh, that um, and I don't and I don't know that I feel this way. I'm just saying who 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 feels on this on this question that goes around about whether or not some of this can be a contagion or not, whether the uptick in, in people who say they're transgender and and some people who who uh, transition and then go back in the other direction. I don't even know the details, but I know that this is a real point of debate, and he's kind of on the right center of this thing and he would like to um he, he he would like to go slowly in terms of puberty blockers and these kinds of things for his child because uh, he holds out some notion that maybe this is not uh, in stone i don't know if he's right or he's wrong that's not the point the point is that he loves this child more than anyone else on planet earth he's not he's not about agenda here or politics he's about searching his soul and trying to do right by his child and he's not as far as i can tell any kind of bigot a public school teacher i mean you have kids tony half these teachers are idiots who i mean would you, these are these are these are life crucial life subjects here they why why do they think that they should be part of our children working these issues out yeah get well, they, they're not the ones that brought the lawsuit i mean it's why do you think the, the, the government of Florida is introducing this law? You think because it's a problem with uh, a three year, a third graders uh, being uh, subjected to uh, that? I don't know. I don't know. Propaganda. But first of all, it's only kindergarten to third grade. Here is here is what it reads. Classroom instruction by school uh, personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through a grade third grade. 
or in a oh, manner yeah. that is not age appropriate development. So it's North only Korea's like a fucking orgy, isn't it? <laughs> so, so it's only so they, 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 so they can't they, talk about the end of puberty. But but Tony, this is this is what it says right here. It's only and and yes, you don't you want. Know what? I think it's I think it's I think it's needless. You know how about you know what? When I was young, they said the three arts: reading, writing, arithmetic. Well, I don't think just stick to that. And that's right. Just, that, well, that's right. Everything else. That's what the right. law says. That's 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 what the law would. That's what yeah, the I law like what, the like, way Noam put it. That you don't want some public school teacher talking about that. It makes sense to me. I'm now. I'm okay with that bill. And I and, and the, I'm just, I, I I don't know if I'm okay with the bill. I don't know enough about the bill. I know how I feel about the general topic. I'm not okay with the bill to the extent that a married gay teacher. But but this has is to be one shame to say. Yes. I went on a scale. So I, like I I I. I I don't know how the law is written. It's not that easy. But the general principle that the schools have gone off the deep end here with agendas, with it, with the actual political agenda of the people in the schools is now they feel they feel they're doing God's work by bringing this to our children. This is no longer about. I know. I know. It's like when I was a, it was I like, like when that. I was a kid and all, and all they would talk about was the Holocaust. I'm like Jesus. Stop. Stop pushing this agenda on me already. That's but, right, uh, but, but it's true. I don't want to, I don't want them talking about the Palestinian issue either. And yes, you know. and I want to, I want to say something very clear because this in this show we try, and that's what a lot of people like us is like Noam said, we not we we not for the bill or against the bill right now, but what we want to discuss is the details of like we want to know what is right because people just take sides without even knowing. So what the bill says really. is one thing. What the it, bill says Florida. is one thing, and what how we act or react to it is a different thing. You know, so the bill says no conversation in classroom from kindergarten to third grade about this because these people are not professional and all that. To me, that makes sense. Look, you know? I, I talk about in this podcast, it, it, when it came to race in the first grade, my daughter came home with a head full of, of, of half understood ideas about race that she got from school, which led her to think that white people were bad. She basically, she asked me, you're, you're, you're white daddy. Do you do bad things? Like, you know, this kind of stuff. And I was furious, like, like this kid. Because you had to tell her yes. <laughs> yeah, she's not ready to hear the truth. <laughs> no, you can't but, handle the truth. And I'm saying, what does this, she, like she's learning to read now. She's learning basic skills. Now, why are they doing this in the first grade, except that they, they're giving license to their own agendas. Is, is there, exactly. They're running their personal Twitter feeds and found a way to pretend that they're doing this for the good of the kids. But no, they want, they want to do this shit. Keep it out of the classroom. Once you get into high school, it's a totally different landscape. Then they can discuss anything they want. They can hear, they can discuss Absolutely. Race. And, and if even a then kid... they probably do it in a way I wouldn't approve of. But then it's appropriate for kids to start grappling, to start grappling with the difficult issues of the world. Can't they have the magic of their childhood in the first and second grade where race is not an issue, where transgender is not an issue, where gay, like, like, yeah, but you know what? Maybe but, but, in their homes, but let them, let but them instead let of, them, but instead of spending wasting your time saying don't say gay, how about like you reintroduce arts into the public education? This country has no, uh, uh pub, how about uh, musical theater for God's arts? sake? Well, well, I'm just saying, I mean, you know. I mean, that would be a great way to slip the same thing in through the back door. Just let's bring in musical theater. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> worked for me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, basically, anyway. public school now is just a training, uh, just a training program for workers. But, but I mean, here, here's the thing. Here's what I think it's like a big deal. A bill like this comes right away without people understanding. They take sides. Oh, it's, and they put scenarios. So a gay teacher cannot 
talk about his relationship. He cannot do this in a prayer and conference. What if Tommy come with two mothers? All this. You know, this is what Heather, everybody Heather. does. Huh? Heather, yeah. Sorry. So, you know, you, I, I think understanding. Well, what, what was go, so what was going on? What was going on that was so horrible that they had to pass this bill? I, I don't know. I'm Tony, let me clear, be clear. Yeah, I'm, come I'm pro from? I probably, you're probably right in your implication that there's there's politics going on. There's a grandstanding going on here. That the problem. There's a, yeah, there's, there's exactly. National, the problem yeah. that they pretend to address is probably not much of a problem at all. It's not all, a problem. Especially in Florida, as opposed yeah. to uh, uh, some other places. But once you when you get sucked into these debates, um, I still feel like I have to answer it, it on the merits, even you know, if I, I might be able to listen, it wasn't a problem to begin with. You know, this reminds me of transgender bathrooms. It, it's like, yeah, this big debate, but the fact is, where were transgender people going to the bathroom for the last 100 years? Like, they've been using the bathrooms all along, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like have you ever I'm, have you ever seen any have you ever seen a woman in the men's room? No. Yes. So you presume disturbing. transgender yeah. women. And I've seen a man. I've seen a man in the woman's room. Me. Transgender <laughs> women have always been using the men's room. So the whole the whole outrage about it was bullshit. I, we always knew that. But then when you have to have the the debate the 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 ins and outs, you got to debate debate. And that's and the out. point that I'm trying to make. Their agenda, you know, the politician's agenda is different than what the bill says and what regular people are trying to understand you know their agenda obviously they're trying to put one step and then they take the next step towards all that that, that we understand it's a, it's a solution to where there's no problem you know well probably you're probably right but you say that with a confidence that you don't have because there may actually be in certain just, districts there things going on that well, might have might have led to there's this. an there's an anti you know non um you know heterosexual um movement going on in this country uh by the right wing and that's just part of it that's all uh, i think that's true too i would say that that's true too but but still when you're dealing with children uh, but, and no you know, do you remember year, up to eight years old i mean they as i said i mean they well maybe parents gotta get more involved in their children's lives so that a teacher that sees them for 45 minutes a day or is with them with 30 other kids the entire day doesn't have more influence than they have no but, do you remember uh that and this is you know this is the way I grew up on stuff. Do you remember that All in the Family episode where Archie this a trans person was in a, a couple of multiple episodes and Archie kept dealing with it and I don't know if you remember and then she they were both going to the bathroom because they're at a bar and it was just big laughs because you know nobody knew where she was going to go. I don't and, remember, but I remember that because I remember that was like my first foray into that. That's a thing. You know, not your last. <laughs> right, right, no, but I'm just, but it, but it was good that you know you got to see it like that. There, oh, these people exist and they seem to be okay. I mean, I, I don't, you know, uh, it, it was funny learning something like that and just at a young age in TV, uh, that it just that, that it didn't make a difference. And that's a you know a, a silly show, but those yeah. kind of things seem to. I guess they are sort of impressionable when you are young and they make a difference. I don't know. Right? I guess also if you're from New York. You've pretty much seen it all anyway. Well, that's so something, it really, too. I was from New Jersey, you know, so they didn't care. You know, I lived on it, Christopher Street in the 70s, and like, people are getting uh, so uh, anti-gay now. And you know, 50 years later, it's it, it's bizarre to me. There's something that happens right? here. And, and I, don't know, I, don't, I, I don't know how to – I don't know what the answer is, but the, the following is a true phenomenon, that um, 
when, when as, as soon as elite America comes to a certain conclusion, it then decides that everybody else should be on their same schedule and it's bigotry if they're not. So for instance, Barack Obama was against gay marriage until what, 2012, right? And, there, and up until then, Bill Clinton, everybody could be against gay marriage and nobody would think about teaching gay marriage in the schools. Like, how could you? Like, Barack Obama's against it. And then as right. soon as Barack Obama is for gay marriage, and then that whole wing of elite America now accepts this. Uh, and I agree with well, it. Well, I, I think he also said he was, unde- he was, he was, he, he was undecided about it. He was, you know, whatever. Of his religion, he he, you know, what, it was under- political talk, you know. Whatever that. it was, the point is, and now we say, well, that's, that's it. Now, now it's decided because we've decided. We've come to it. Now it is decided. And if there's 150 million people in the country who are not on our schedule, now we can cast them as bigots and rubes. And this is, there is something wrong. There's just something wrong with the, the justice well, of that, well, uh, that product. Any fair-minded person can listen to that and say, you know what? Yeah, there's something not quite right there. And so I have a certain need. What do you mean? I, what, what, what isn't quite right? I don't, I don't there's something not quite not, not quite right that, that you can, you, I'm using you hypothetically, can say, start accusing all these people as bigots for having the same position that you had four years ago. But they, you know, they didn't go to Harvard. They're not elite. And not, they don't go to your part. They're, 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 they're religious. They're small town people. They're blue collar workers. They're from different cultures. Maybe they might even be Hispanic. They might, they come from, they might certainly Muslims. You think Muslim families want their fucking kids being taught about gay, transgender. So this is, these are difficult things. So I come down, I tend to lean on the side of letting communities decide these issues for themselves but you can't do that 100%. Like you can't let them teach that it's not okay for black people and white people to get married. So, so that we have to have certain limits to that. So I'm, I guess what I'm saying these, it's very, very hard. It's very tough. But the idea that you could never find yourself on the wrong side of an issue, that you might, I will never find myself in a position where I'm on this side of an issue, but the elites have decided in the other way. And, and now they're coming after my kid, teaching my kids something I don't agree with. This can happen. And we, there's a certain arrogance to it. Yeah, I, I don't I mean, you know, being pretending that that small town America is just going to overnight just come to grips with the fact, yeah, we should we should tell our seven year old kids that it's cool to be transgender or whatever. Like, you know, maybe they should, but they're not ready for that. No, I'm the way, maybe, you know what? Hey, maybe no. if they want to tell their kids that that's fine. But they but have not, no, no uh, right to, uh, you know, if, if two guys want to marry each other. It's right. none of their business. Right, because that's right, none of their business unless it's 2012 when, when Bill Clinton passed a law saying that two guys yeah. shouldn't be able to marry each other. Yeah, but that but was not that's, two black that's guys. ancient history. That's like that's like 20 years ago. Like, like it's yeah. the arrogance of it all that when elite Ivy League, you know, America comes to its conclusion about this issue, then the rest of the country automatically now becomes bigots. It was never bigotry it, up yeah. until then, it was just evolving we're not sure but as soon as we've decided we can turn to the opposite and say you guys are just a fuck bunch of hateful bigots because well, i decided yesterday and yeah but i think a lot of people decided way well before the political establishment so you know well, i know i, I did i think you i don't need them point. to tell me yeah but, but and they would change their mind again if it politically helps them Sadly. okay let's talk about the ukraine a place i've been to many many times and what's going on now is is it's they could they they could also forget now 
about ever stopping Iran from uh, getting nukes because now they've forced Iran's hand. Now Iran has to get nukes. Who's they? Because NATO and the U.S. NATO's forced Iran's hand how? By, um, well, uh, by not, actually, NATO, the U.S., uh, by not acting really uh, when um, Putin went into Crimea. But I mean, um, militarily? Ukraine, militarily, yeah. Ukraine, when Ukraine, Ukraine, you got to remember, Ukraine was what, the third, fourth largest um, um, nuclear power in the world Mm -hmm. uh, 25 years ago? No, and they gave no, up. That's the, not true. Ukraine yeah, never. Is. No, Ukraine, Ukraine never had the uh, the. Uh, it had the bombs in its possession, but it never had the firing mechanisms. The firing mechanisms were always retained by Russia. U- Ukraine never had the ability to fire nuclear weapons. They just well, they but they had the nuclear weapons, so all they had to they gave them up on condition that their sovereignty would be protected. Yeah, but, they, but that, they never had the ability to that, fire them. It's it's a it's an important point. But I don't understand your point, well, Tony. About Iran, but the U.S. and the he's, Soviet he's taking Union, Russia's side, just like Will Smith. Did, he, he, look at oh this God, guy. definitely not. <laughs> uh, uh, the, they agreed to give up for those nuclear weapons that their sovereignty would be protected and defended, and it wasn't. So now Iran, a, a country surrounded by nuclear weapons, has no choice but to. Nuclear but it's not the same with Iran. They didn't, tell, they didn't say Iran, you have to give up, and we will protect you. That was never the deal. No, no, no. But you, you but you, they could never make a deal now because they know that it won't be honored. Okay. Just like the deal that was made with Ukraine wasn't honored. I'm not for the deal was militarily to protect Ukraine. It, it was Russia agreed to to. Um, um, respect Ukraine's sovereignty, and the United States and the uh, and UK agreed to uh, um, you know defend it, which includes NATO. Uh, and they uh, did nothing. They're still not doing enough. We didn't agree to send to send troops. Yeah, I think the only well, agreed how, to how, give else them you, weapons. how else do you defend their sovereignty? sovereignty. You, give, you give them weapons. We did. We didn't agree to well, defend. Troops. I don't know what the I don't know what the the agreement said. It 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 definitely said that Russia was going to respect. Ukraine sovereignty and it didn't, but it didn't commit us right. to, to a to armed armed defense. Well, if we're not going, well, well, then what kind of defense? So, what do you think I we mean, should have done, uh, Tony? If you, in your opinion, like once Putin jumped in, what should have done? We done. I mean, at that point, we should have established strong ties. Uh, strong, you know. I mean, I know we've helped Ukraine out a lot, but uh, apparently, uh, we haven't given them enough weapons. Uh, in the what how many years now since they went into crimea uh, uh eight years yeah. I, don't, I don't even remember now 2014 but, uh, so um so let's eight years that they should militarily like stocking up uh why have you been uh, there many ukraine's defense why have you been uh, there just so traveling I've, I've been i've been in russia many times just from traveling from working you know, I rented I rented an apartment in Odessa once. He he went on a yeah, European so. prostitutes uh, tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's <more> like it. <laughs> Sex tourism, you know. Um, okay, but here's the thing, Tony. You know, uh, Donald Trump. Ugh, why did you do that? <laughs> dun, dun, why, why, dun, was dun. that ne- was that necessary? 
Donald Trump came, wanted very much to make a deal with Russia to end this conflict, uh, to try to, and he was accused of being insufficiently truculent and insufficiently confrontational with Putin. And there's, is there any, is, but so is are the it, Bushes. Is, so are the quite, Bushes. Is, yeah, but isn't it quite plausible that if Trump had had his way and it followed his instincts to try to make nice and ma make a deal, some sort of deal with Putin to lower the sanctions in return for some sort of promise, blah, 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 that that would have been actually quite the smart thing to do. That the people who are talking like you now saying, well, we NATO, we should have been smarter about this were the very ones who were who were say any movement that Trump made in that direction was because he was a, a Russian stooge. No, we should, no, we should just, just as a, a nation, if we make an agree, an agreement with, we should be obligated to keep it no matter who's in power. I said on this podcast, hot time, I said that, that sanctions until Crimea, until Russia leaves Crimea are sanctions till the end of time. And that is dangerous for the world. That's what I said. I said, we need to make, Nice. We have to figure out a way to end this conflict with Russia because it is dangerous for the world. That's as close to a prediction as almost anybody out there had made. You remember that hot time? That was yeah. my exact my exact words. I said this this if this situation continues, it's dangerous for the world. I didn't predict. You're not gonna. You know, I can't believe for the first time in my life I actually agreed with Lindsey Graham. <laughs> and that, that's when I knew I, I might be gay. No. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, Putin, I, the whole idea of him even bringing up nuclear weapons, you got to realize, okay, yeah, Russia has a lot of nuclear weapons and they could kill hundreds of millions of people. But the minute Russia pushes that button, there is no more Russia. Russia doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't have enough. It doesn't have all of its population is concentrated. You know, you could, they, could, they could kill 100 million people in the United States. The United States would go on. But there would be no Russia. And people in his inner circle have to know that. And somebody at some point is going to have to take him out. Did you just He's watch Dr. Go. Strangelove or something? What do you mean? They, <laughs> oh, they could kill 100 million people, but we still go on. <laughs> oh, yeah. 60 million tops. I'm George C. Scott and Dr. Strangelove. You know, well, it 50, depends. 60 million tops. It depends who is going to be the 100 million. No, but, 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 but Russia will not exist. And people that are in the circle have to realize that. That, I mean, I, unless he's totally lost his mind, he's got to realize the second Russia launches a nuke, there is no more Russia. Yeah, but no yeah, listen, listen, Tony, goes. that doesn't work with these people. Like, just like Saddam Hussein, he knew that there will be no more Iraq, but he was fine. He was in his bunker, you know, okay, until I, he got it. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I, I think that the most likely outcome of using a small, like smaller than Hiroshima nuclear weapon in Ukraine, I think uh, we would do nothing. Really? Absolutely. I agree. Well, you know what? I, I... What are we going to do? We're going we're to I... start escalating. New, like, we're going we're gonna to take Tony's view. Oh, 100 million. We're, we're, we're going to go up to 100. We're ready to lose 100 million people on this one. No, uh, we're not The fact of the matter. You really don't have. It's not like the United States where, you know, if they took out New York and Washington, D.C., you know, the United States would go on. If we take out St. Petersburg and Moscow, you know, but the thing maybe is that, that's it. That's, you know, and, and then the other eight cities or whatever that have over a million people, you know. And just because Russia is big, it does, it, its population is very concentrated. We're not going to do so, that. 
Biden, Biden was afraid to take out bin Laden. He's not taking out Moscow. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, well, I'm saying if, if I think if those if a nuke goes off, I mean, I think the rules change dress quickly. No, I don't think so. I, I, I think I think a small, well, I hope, you, I hope you're wrong. I That's think a small well, I mean, I hope, I, listen, if I were president and, and they and they set off a small nuke in Ukraine, um, I don't know that I would answer with a nuclear weapon of our own. I don't think I would do that. I, I might commit ground troops. I might commit NATO ground troops. Well, if I was president or, and I would have done this when they went into Crimea. They have one aircraft carrier. If I was president, they'd have no aircraft carriers. Well, well, if we can learn anything from history, if they knew we Ukraine, we will bomb Afghanistan. <laughs> and that's the thing. Russia walked into Afghanistan. <laughs> USSR, USSR walked. They just walked into, leisurely walked into Afghanistan and left with their tails between their legs. I mean, what do they think? And that's a country that's got the third the population of the Ukraine. What do they think? Uh, what's the end game? Even if they took over Kiev and Odessa, and and coming in from the sea, yes, Odessa sir. is a tricky proposition because it goes, it's straight up, and they're just going to be targets. It's going to be like the beach. I, of I, I think sadly, nothing. We will do nothing if there's. I agree. Uh, well, yet yet again, a country thought they were going to be greeted as liberators. Uh, this is true. I mean, I, th listen, uh, Ukraine and Russia are Siamese twin cultures and Siamese twin countries there 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 is a there are plenty of people in ukraine that do feel that they would like to be part of the russian uh orbit or country even but um putin obviously didn't realize that the ukrainian nationality had had, had developed so into it's, it's exactly into the, like into uh, such a real thing so it's exactly what happened here with the british in the 1700s yeah yeah exact same thing now yeah. that you say it that way i never thought about it like that and let me tell you something. I remember I was in a bar uh, in Aqaba one time in, in Jordan, <laughs> and I've never that, ever man. seen a, 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 a Donnybrook like this in my life. There was five guys fighting five guys. And like everybody ran out of the bar and I was just holding my beard just watching um, because I had no fear because the Arabs are very small people. And I, but I used to do a joke. I said, if that happened to Ukraine, I would have grabbed my purse and skipped out of there because, <laughs> they're, because they're some tough motherfuckers. <laughs> even if the, even if the Russians took over, uh, you know, walked in, got control, the war's never going to be over. Well, first of all, the they're Arabs are not be... small people, but you were at the gay bar, so that's why. <laughs> Smart people. That's why he didn't run. <laughs> don't say gay. Yes, don't say gay. <laughs> Well, I think we're out of time. Unless somebody want to say something to end this. But uh, if if anybody was curious about the next oh, by the way, yeah, I, can, I, can I just say, I'm just uh, yeah. Um, I got pretty hard, hit hard by you know uh, financially by COVID, so uh, I'm selling these new sweaters on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna say the new villain for the next James Bond is Tony's sweater. <laughs> 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 this one is wait awful. To, I can't wait to I can't wait to jerk off again so I can wipe off. <laughs> can I just say I'm, I'm looking at Hatem's uh, back, uh, whatever you call that, his his background. So it's the Statue. Is that a real is that a real vantage point from the Statue of Liberty to see the Freedom Tower like that? No, it can't be because that's the Brooklyn Bridge. It's impossible. Oh yeah, that's definitely not a real vantage point. Yeah. But anyways, I thought about that too. I noticed that too right away because it's a very nice background. 
She had the nice I didn't booty. remember. I didn't. I, I don't remember Dave Jeskow on Seinfeld, so I was equally confused. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just want to say that that Freedom Tower is such a non-iconic presence. I mean, I had said yep, at the time, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm getting old enough to say that, that I've basically been right about a lot of things in my life. I guess everybody can say that they cherish it. <laughs> but what I said in in 2002 was that they should rebuild the World Trade Centers as they were with an extra story just for like a fuck you. Like you took it yeah. down. And we, yeah. it, was it was 110 stories. Now it's 111. Exactly the same. Yeah. And you can't because it's sacred ground and families or whatever. Yeah. I, said, I said, is it sacred? Does it make the families happy to have a nondescript nothing building? It? Like, no, you're that, so right. Well, also, well, well, well may, you know, maybe they, they, maybe they couldn't because the, the original Trade Center was built with a lot of asbestos. No, no, they can uh, they can build it to modern day building codes. The point yeah. is that, that cosmetically it should look. In other words, what's a better statement to say? Look, you did this to us. Here we are, seven eight years later. It looks exactly the yeah. same, only a little bit taller. Well, I, I'll yeah. fuck yourself. That I, I think the real. You know why the reason? You know what the reason is? Because if they knocked it down again, it would just suck. You know. This, this, <laughs> no, but this, this I agree with no because I know I know a lot of sleepers in this country here. And one of them is going to wake up and look and like, what? What What just happened? <laughs> so, I mean, I used to think that skyscrapers were somehow just naturally awesome and made the sky the skyline beautiful. But lately, if you drive through like this on the west side in the, in the, in the, what is it, in the, in the 60s see. or wherever it is, and then Hudson Yards, I don't know, whatever they call these places. It's just ugly. It's just like a random assortment of like, Wizard of Oz buildings. It looks it looks yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, there's that brand new one like on Park Avenue in the 50s, and it just looks stupid. Yeah, you don't right? get buildings like the Chrysler building and the Flatiron building. Right, the, 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 the architecture that made Manhattan quite special. I agree. Yeah. And then the, I mean, well, the Chrysler Trade building Center. is still my favorite building. Which in one? The, in the city. The Chrysler building. The Chrysler building. The, the World Trade Center was not a beautiful building, but the fact that there were two of them, I think, uh, made it work somehow. Yeah. I don't know, like twins. Yeah, it twins ruined. Uh, <laughs> I, it was weird that it ruined the Ocean's Eleven poster, uh, <laughs> because that I, movie came out about the same time. Spider Man, also the first Spider Man with Tobey Maguire. He was, uh, yeah, on. He was uh, between on the road them, yeah, between the two, and they had to cut it out. Yeah, yeah. All right, let, oh, let's talk. Ever... talk hot to stay on. I got, I got to talk to you about something after we get off. Besides Tony's sweater, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys want to uh, share your information? People can find you and all that. You can find me at and where they can buy this sweater. <laughs> we'll have an auction. If you're listening, you should go to YouTube and watch our channel. Watch just Tony's sweater is worth it, and I mean it. <laughs> Subscribe Tony to our channel because you Actually, can never. <laughs> yeah, Tony Darrow on Instagram. D A R O. Come on, if you want this sweater. I'll give you the bonus code. You get 20% off. You can't find him in men's warehouse. That's what you want. <laughs> yes, God. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just have the uh, the Comedy Cellar nightly show on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. on YouTube. It's always entertaining. Join the chat room. We always have a good night promoting the Comedy Cellar, the great Comedy Cellar. And otherwise, uh, at Dave Jusko on Instagram and Twitter. All right. Well, guys, thank you very much. And uh, we learned a lot today uh, about Tony and Will Smith. And, and, and could you gay. turn your head so I could see, because I could see your ducktail in the back? 
All right, guys. Thank you. All right.